It is Open Week at long last. The 150th Open Championship is upon us. And this is the first of the Back by Popular Demand Open Commutes from Bunkered in association with Callaway Golf. Michael McEwen here. Thank you very much for tuning in. It is not your regular Bunkered podcast today or indeed the rest of this week. We're doing, as we did at the Masters, if you're a regular listener, every single day this week we're bringing you content direct from the Open Championship. With the exception of today, because we're not quite there yet, <laughs> but we will be soon. Hence why this is a short pod and blah, blah, blah. Bryce Ritchie, Bunkered Editor, sitting opposite me. You are grinning from ear to ear, and I can only assume that's because we're on our way to St Andrews. Yes, well, in a couple hours. Well, you will be in about 40 minutes. 40 think. minutes, yeah. No, best week of the year. Very excited. Thankfully, it's sunny. Well, I don't know what it's like in St Andrews this morning, but I'm assuming <laughs> it's sunny. So, uh, no, I can't wait. Absolutely amazing. It's brilliant. It's finally here, as I say. It's been a, a long, long build-up. COVID added an extra 12 months to it. And there's so many cool storylines that are going to emerge, I think, over the, the next few days. We'll run over a few of them just now. And as I said, look, we don't have notes. Usually we're really well prepared, but we would have the pods of merit, honesty box. A, none of that. I'm a wee bit concerned that there's no notes. I like to have something to... To, to refer to, so yes. you don't know what I'm going to throw at I you. I have absolutely no idea, so this is quite worrying. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not in our usual studio as well, we've been punted out of that. Yeah, pure radio or getting... Just, it's just not, arrogance. Yeah, a wee bit, yeah. yeah. Not happy with that. But it is what it is, as Tiger Woods might say, and he has really been the big topic of conversation over the past few days. Tiger Mania has hit St Andrews once again. I think he arrived on, was it Saturday? And he played a practice round on Sunday. So he walked the course Saturday, a few putts, and then he played a full 18 yeah. on Sunday. People are rather excited about it, and for, for good reason, because let's face it, Bryce, if this isn't the last time we see a competitive Tiger Woods, it's the last time we'll see a competitive in with a chance of well, winning Tiger at St Andrews. Yeah, you're bringing a tear to mind, to be honest. And I, that was my first mistake. They usually make a lot of mistakes during Open Week, but that was my first mistake by not going to St Andrews on Saturday, because I thought we should go see what happens, and then mm. we made a collective decision not to do that. And that turned out to be a really clever one. A monumental one. <laughs> wow. Because he stayed till 11 o'clock at night on the golf course, something like that. That's what I was told. Incredible. And some of the videos are brilliant. Kevin Kirk, I believe, is mm. the photographer for St Andrews Lakes Trust. He lucked out. He gets great <laughs> images. But they were there, and then they were playing. Yes, I think on Saturday he went about with a putter and a wedge and didn't do much. But I will say this. He didn't look very good. He did not, did he? It looked really, I think even yesterday, oh my word, no, did he look I, stiff. I, I mean, we saw that. At sometimes in the Masters, he looked a bit, what's the word? Uncomfortable? No, sort of a bit hesitant to move in certain directions. And okay. I can understand why, considering what he's been through. But seeing him at the weekend, I, that's the first time I got a bit of a shock at how he looked. And it, it's just, I know there's been rumours flying about, I know you've mentioned it as well, you wrote a really good piece on it on the website, oh, suggesting that, I think, no problem, suggesting that that was going to happen. I do Your think, retirement, you mean? I do think he's going to have his moment on the Friday, and I, I just hope it's on well, the, on the, on the Sunday, Sunday and not the Friday, but <laughs> going by the way he looks, I, I, we expected him to make the cut. you got to be honest, mm. you would have to say no. It's a, It's... He just doesn't look very 
healthy at all. He doesn't, and he didn't look healthy at Adair Manor for the JP McManus Pro-Am, what was that, a week ago. He obviously used a buggy to get around there. No such luxuries at St Andrews. I genuinely think that this is potentially going to be a farewell. And I know there's a lot of people who are dismissing that and saying, well, you know, he's, he's he can't for commercial reasons. He's got all these sponsors he needs to yeah, satisfy. He yeah, he can. Yeah. He can. Look, Michelle Wee's got a lot of sponsors as yeah. well. Maybe not to the same extent as Tiger, but she could still walk away. And, and, and Tiger will be looked after yeah, by those sponsors and, and Michelle, after he stops playing as well. Yeah, and Michelle Wee's walking into some sort of ambassadorial role for Nike. If Nike ever needed another ambassador, there's a pretty good one waiting in the wings. He'll take over. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just... It feels like the appropriate place and time as well, doesn't it? He says it's his favourite golf course in the world. Yeah. But the time this... The, the Open next comes to St Andrews, and it's not on the schedule yet. But the next soonest is twenty twenty six. Yeah, there's, there's also you'll be fifty one by the, that point. Yeah, there's that, and and I don't even want to think about that. But the, the it's the fact that he was having. If you notice some of the stuff he was doing in Ireland, and he was having a bit of fun with Justin Thomas as well, is the banter he's thrown about. He was having banter with the crowd. Have you ever seen Tiger do that? It's almost like he's buttering people up for a big announcement and I just it makes me sad because I think this is going to be the end of an era and the start of a new one because I'm confused why he would retire when he could play the Masters every year it's almost like he's going to just turn up and be he'll get around the golf at the Masters every year that's it I wonder if he still might because look Sandy Lyle Ben Crenshaw Fred yeah. Couples to, to all intents and purposes they are retired they yeah. just never formally announced it Whereas with Tiger, because of who he is, he would need to formally announce that he's stepping away. So whilst I'm not going to say this is the last time he will ever play a competitive round of golf, I do expect him to say that he is retiring from full-time yes. competitive golf. Yeah, because he's, that's a good point. Because he said, he said, I'm not going to play, what was it, earlier this year he said, I can't really play a schedule, I'll mm-hmm. just play the big events that I want to play in. I think he has now realised that's not possible. I think the fact that he pulled out the US Open was a pretty big sign mm-hmm. that, wait a minute, this guy's just played and now he's realised this is a bit too much. And I think the realisation has set in that this isn't going to happen. Yeah, And I think that will be, I personally will be absolutely gutted if oh, that God, happens yeah. because he's such a figure in the game. You, you, you cannot just work out how devastating that is for our sport when this guy walks away. Well, that's it. You know, St Andrews as a town doesn't empty its houses and go and watch just any old player no. play. They did it for Bobby Jones, they'll do it for Jack Nicholas, and they'll do it for Tiger Woods. Yeah. I mean, look at the impact he had. Word got round the town and, you know, suddenly hundreds of people were there yeah, watching yeah. him on Saturday night and again yesterday. That's the sort of transcendent quality that only a handful of people have ever had Absolutely. and ever will have. And, and, and then I was going to say, I remember when Bobby Jones, I, I, don't, <laughs> you don't. I don't remember that. Unless you believe in reincarnation and yeah, you yeah, in a former I don't, life, I, that's a different point. I don't believe in that either. But when Bobby Jones returned and won the Open, I think, was that 1927? When that happened, everyone in the town came out and it was a huge occasion, and it was iconic at the time, and it still is now. I think we're going to see something like that on Friday. I keep saying Friday because I just don't see it. I don't see him making the cut. I, I just don't think he's going to be able to do that. It would be absolutely incredible if he makes the cut. Yeah, I mean, he shot, what was it, five, six, seven over at Dear Manor using no. a buggy. 
you know, no, it's it's not it's not going to happen. It's I, I don't see it, and I think that moment where he walks across the bridge. I know we're getting carried away now, but that is going to be something. You're else. making me emotional for God's I know, sake. It's, I know, but it is, it's a genuinely it's one of those things that <laughs> it's different with golf. You know, you you expect the the biggest names to bow out in their. 50, late 50s, 60s, something like that, because it's a longer career that golfers have compared to a footballer, compared to a rugby player, compared to bloody hell a gymnast who's retired before they've even hit 20. Golfers, they're around longer. Yeah, and it's different. We, we felt like we had, up until a few years ago, it felt like we had another 15, 20 years of Tiger Woods, potentially. Now we don't. Yeah. Now we have, if we're lucky, another 15 events that we'll see him play in, ever. Mm. Quite possibly, if he just chooses to pick, you know, a couple of majors here and there. Look, what's he going to play in after this week, anyway? You know, as far as this year goes, he's not qualified for the FedEx Cup. He's not going to be in the playoffs. I'm not sure he wants to be. Then they've got the fall series. The PGA Tour is embarking on a new chapter with its new look schedule. Does Tiger want anything to do with that? Not really. No. Is he going to play DP World? This, this, Come on. This is it. This he's is already his... said he's not playing live. Yeah, this of course is his it's world. the farewell. This is his world. You would imagine that this will be his goodbye. But listen, it might not be. What are we talking about? It might not be. He might spring as a surprise. I just don't see it. As you're listening to this now, ladies and gents, it'll be Tuesday morning, 11 o'clock. Tiger's going to be in the media centre for his traditional pre-tournament press conference. Bryce, call it right now. Do you think he's going to make an announcement that he's done with full-time competitive golf? Yes. Whether he'll make that announcement on Tuesday or something will happen on the Friday where we all get noticed that he's requested pictures as he walks up Mm -hmm. and his family might be waiting in the wings. If his family are waiting in the wings and his kids, then I would suspect he's doing it his way. Yeah. And that is but one of the many, many storylines that's going to be unfolding this week. More to come right after this. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about smashing it. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know. But I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Oh, that's bombed. With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Smoked it. Bombed. See ya. Think speed. Go Rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. The moments, the memories, the chance to be there. Apply now for tickets for the 151st Open, Royal Liverpool 2023. Head over to theopen.com. Ticket ballot closes on Wednesday the 20th of July. Welcome back. Bryce and I have just given each other a quick cuddle there at the thought of Tiger saying farewell. I'm, I'm okay. I'm alright. Are you okay? Hi. <laughs> Look, the weather forecast for this week at the Open, it's what we were hoping for, by and large. No rain, or very little rain, a couple of spits here and there. Sunny, blue skies, and just enough of a breeze to make it interesting. If you were writing the ideal forecast, we've pretty much got it. However, that poses a bit of a problem, as far as some people are concerned, in terms of what it might do to the scores. There's been months and months of talk about is this going to be the year that a player goes sub 60 at the old course in the open are we going to see the first 59 will we see a 58 
the conditions as they are would appear to be lending themselves towards it. It's going to be firm and fast. That might be the defence in the end, the firmness of the course. But Price, what are your thoughts on how it's shaping up in terms of what the scores may be? No, I, I don't. I'm not worried about the 59. And I've said before, if if a 59 does happen, good. I don't see that as any huge negative. I think the open low scoring record is 62. Is that right? Name him. Brandon Grace. Where? Burkdale. When? Oh. <laughs> uh, you can do this. I've got I'm, faith. I'm not sure I can. It is not. 2000 and. Good start. 17. Yes. Yes. Well done. See, I, I did the old rota and mine stood by one, mm. so brilliant. Good man. Yeah, but yeah, so 62 is the low. Yeah, so you're going to have to do something crazy. And I don't even think that's the record at, at the old course. The old course record is 60, 61. 61. Name him. <laughs> In an open. In an open, no. no the old the course old, the old co- record is 61. Is that Ross Fisher? Ross Fisher yeah. and Alfred Dunhill once. Yes, but the old course record... In an open, is it not 64? Six, 64 or 65. Rory shot a 65 in 2010 in the open. And, and I think only three people have shot 64. I think that's it. So we're talking, you're really going to have to smash the lights out. Mm-hmm. I, I, if it happens, great. I think that would be a magical story. We remember watching Brandon Grace do that. Everyone was excited. This is going to be amazing. Keep going, keep going. The 62 and was about the worst he could have shot. Absolutely. Play. So it was fantastic. And people forget, look at the golf that Stenson and Mickelson played at Troon, shooting the lights out. That was unbelievable. It was fantastic TV. I want that again. Do I think it's going to happen? No. I think the wind will hopefully pick up and make it a bit more difficult. The RNA now have, importantly, the RNA get a really good weeks worth of weather before the tournament so they didn't get a shock change so they know what's going to happen so they've been given a bit more time to work out what they want to do with green speeds and so on and so forth so they are now able to get a wee bit more control of the golf course but anything can happen. Do you think that people underestimate the challenge of the old course? Because it's so easy to say well it's shorter than it used to be and there's drivable par fours. Yeah it's drivable and there's there's elements of it where you can get in real bother, but it's one of those courses that brings a surprise. Look at Paul Casey when he was tasting one. Paul Casey was on a charge, finished. Found one bad shot. Done. Yep. That, now, you have to hit quite poor shots in order for that to happen, but it can happen. So I, I, I think players will always show it respect. You'll never see somebody going around there with a driver all the time, just nutting it around the place, hoping it, they get lucky bounces. That's not going to happen. You do have to show it respect. But if you're aggressive and you have length on your side, you have a, I do believe you have a, whether it's an unfair advantage or not, you do have an advantage over the field because it's easier to hit your ball into that green than it is from somebody who's 40 yards behind you. The firmness of it's going to bring some of the hazards into play as well that they might otherwise manage to stay away from. I mean, you're going to get see a fast, fiery traditional links. That's what they want. That's what you want. And that's what brings the, the smaller pot bunkers into play. And I'll, I'll be honest, that that's what the Open used to be. 
And I think the RNA have at times moved away from that. But if you remember, I, I remember growing up watching the Open. It wasn't, it was not Green Fairies, it was mm-hmm. Golden. Yeah. And I, supposedly that's what Peter Dawson wanted, the old chief executive. He wanted Golden Fairways. So you almost couldn't tell the difference between a fairway and a green. That's what he wanted. Golden, burnt, like Royal St. George's in 2003. That's what an Open go- Golf course. Yeah, that's what an Open Golf Course yeah. should look like. And that's what we've grown up on. Whether we see that this week, I'm not sure. Because I, I have I watching Tiger play. It was bloody dark. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't actually tell. And I, and I think I've not been. Everyone else in the world has been to St. Andrews last week except me. <laughs> Do you know what the funny thing is as well? It's hard to tell when people put up pictures because there's all these bloody filters. I know, yes. It doesn't look... Like, the next picture looks different to the next yeah. one. Than, yeah, I know. So what do you think the low round will be this week, then, if you had to pick a number? I definitely think you'll see a 64, 65, 64s. Definitely. Okay. From who? Most likely Justin Thomas. Are you still standing 100%. by 100%. I genuinely think at the Scottish Open, with no disrespect to the Scottish Open, I think he was just turning up, getting a wee bit of acclimatisation, reps. As soon as it was done, I'm off to go and play golf with Tiger. Yeah. To be fair... I would change my I weekend plans. I would do that plans. as well, yeah. I'd crawl to go and play golf with Tiger. <laughs> you know, I agree with you on the, the point of sub-60 rounds. I think it would be fantastic if it happened. I know there's a lot of people who would absolutely despise it. I think it would be phenomenal if it did happen. But I just don't see it. I think the old course is underestimated as a challenge. I think that it's trickier than people give it credit for. And Jack Nicholas summed it up best in our open preview, where he said, yeah, sure, somebody could shoot a 59, but nobody ever has at yeah, St Andrews. absolutely. So worth bearing that in mind. I hate to do this because, well, for obvious reasons. So we'll keep this brief. Greg Norman has been not invited, I think is the exact expression, to the open celebrations that the RNA have put on this week. He's unhappy about it. He called it petty. The RNA believe that his presence would detract from some of the the fun and the occasion that they're putting on. It would spoil their party, basically. Do you think they've made the right decision? No. And I'll be very honest, I don't like to criticise RNA because I'm a big fan of the RNA. I Mm. think they do a lot of things right. Put it this way, I think the fact that they've opened up that golf course in the last week, people can just wander about. One of my pals was three feet from Phil Mickelson yesterday watching him hit his shot. Now you're probably too close. But, you know, that's... Close enough to smell the coffee. Yeah, oh, brilliant. That's fantastic, and that's on the RNA. They didn't shut down the golf course. Mm-hmm. You know, they let they let the Scatch people follow Tiger and and Justin in the middle of the night. That's unbelievable. There isn't a sport in the world no, that allows true. you to yeah, do that's that. Very true. That just doesn't happen anywhere else. But I think they've made a mistake with Norm. I, I do think that's unfair. He won that Open Championship. It's his right, whether you agree with his Twice. opinions or not. Yeah. He has earned the right to be there. And I also think it's not as if he was facing the press. We were the ones that would be asking the awkward questions. It's not as if he's got a Q&A with the crowd. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought that was a poor decision. I do think they will have regretted it. But they also feel as though they probably have no option. But I disagree with them. I think they did have an option because mm. they don't need to do that. Yeah, I think it was a difficult one because no matter what the decision is, it's going to be critiqued and picked apart. You know, you invite him, it makes a noise. You don't invite him, it makes a noise. Mm-hmm. It's just an unfortunate 
time, if you like, for them to have a 150th with what's going on in the game. But I would say this, I, th- I agree with you. I think they've made a mistake with it. An uncharacteristic mistake. Yes. They get a hell of a lot of things right. And certainly under Martin Slumber's leadership, I think they've got most of the big calls right. Is this a big call? Yeah, I guess this is a big call because it's potentially going to dominate a bit of the storyline around their biggest open in a generation. They don't want him to be the story this week, but I think unwittingly they've now made him the story because Mm -hmm. they have to now justify, why didn't you invite him? Mm -hmm. Can you explain? He's going to be a bigger story on Wednesday at Martin Slumber's press conference than I think he otherwise might have been. Yeah, I know, but I will say this. Martin Slumber's, there's there's a real skill to turn in up at a press conference, know you're going to face some awkward questions and just bat them off. He's brilliant at it. He's brilliant at it. And if, if you go and, it's a classic, if you go and look back at Peter Dawson's press conference when the ladies-only discussion started hop- happening at the Open Championships, you know, should the Open be going to venues that are, you know, ladies-only, uh, men-only, and this was about Muirfield, it's painful. He's literally digging a hole mm-hmm. with his tongue. And it's just, it's a painful what. And I remember sitting in it going, oh, this is awkward. That's not what Slumbers does. I think he will walk through that press conference quite easily. He's an intelligent guy. He knows how to get around it. And he'll probably deal with it very quickly. Same as Tiger will. I'm sure Tiger will be asked about Liv and he will just bat it off like a pro. Never answered questions throughout his career anyway. So Why start now? Exactly. At the end of his career. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me 20 minutes and I'll give you my personal thoughts and live. Everyone sit back and grab a coffee. No, it's not going to happen. Don't see it, to be fair. That is about all we have time for right now, Bryce, because, you know, no, it's we're not. trying to keep no, these things short. No, we've got another minute. Another minute? Okay, well, here we go. Who are you picking to I knew the you were championship? Gonna, see, I was I've just about to, My was, cards, they're there. I was I see them. I was setting up for that. That's about all we've got time for. But before we go, I can't let you go without asking me. <laughs> Jesus. So So who am I going for? There is a very obvious name, isn't there? Which is Xander, but I think he's gonna burn out. Three wins, well, two and a half. Not really counting the JP as a significant win, despite the field he beat. He's the one going in with the momentum, if you like. But I'm going to regret this. I've just changed my mind. I was going to say Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm yeah, decent. He's the funny thing is he's not playing that great. He's not, is he? But there's a double bogey a, always yeah, ah, hanging over. He just him. hangs about like a bad smell. <laughs> so why not? Like Phil's coffee. No, I was going to go Spieth, and I've changed my mind right there, right then. This is it. This is Rory McIlroy's week. This is Re- it. really yeah. Because there's no wrong side of the draw this week, the way the weather is. It's not going to be as significant as it's been at previous Opens at St Andrews. We've seen how low Rory can go with good, firm, fast, fiery conditions. So yeah, yeah I'm but going I, there. I, I do think that potentially, but it does bring in more of the field. I think you'll be surprised at how many in the field like the conditions. Yeah. That's yeah. my opinion. I think a lot of guys will look at that weather and go, oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. And... Rory will be in the same boat. I don't disagree. I think Rory's Rory will be in amongst it, mm-hmm. but you'll have to get back Justin Thomas. <sighs> so you're standing by it, hundred percent. Regular listeners will know you've been saying this for actually for for months. I know it's going to happen because he looks like an. I said it, but Scott Scheffler looks like he's going to wear a green jacket one day, and he did. He did. And yeah. I'm telling you right now, he's going to win that old, that claret jug. Justin and he's going to be standing on that green doing a speech. 
with Tiger standing off on the steps. Having retired. Having retired. It's just fate. Trust me. Passing the baton. Potentially. Yeah. I just don't... I'm saying I don't see it, but now I've got this picture in my head. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Rory versus... Is that our Potter picks then? you uh, make a... A snap announcement. We're going to have a snap general election, apparently, in the UK. So, a snap announcement for a podder. Yeah, okay. Because I've not picked... The, I've not done the scores for last week. I can't remember who got what. But Really? Yeah, I've not done that yet. Busy. I can't remember who I picked. I can't remember either. That's a good start. We'll it? bring that in next week. Right, but do you okay. want to have a, an extra bonus pod this... A boder, bonus podder this week? So, you're taking Thomas. I'll take Rory. The okay. points will count. Done. Excellent. Bryce, we need to go. We actually, in my case, I need to hit the road. So I will see you in St Andrews. See you this afternoon. Excellent. And please do remember to stay tuned to well, our website for a start. We'll be covering all the content, all the big stories, live from the 150th Open all week. Stay across our social media channels for the breaking news as it happens. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. We're going to have loads of stuff. Even YouTube, we've got a new video going live. It'll be live, in fact, by the time you listen to this. So stay tuned. And of course, stay tuned to this podcast. Daily Pods, Open Commute, live from St Andrews. It's going to be a great week. Cannot wait for it. In the meantime, thank you for listening. We'll catch you again soon. Bye-bye for now.